Have you ever wondered who and what you truly are? Have you tried to answer that question by endless searching? Who and what you are goes beyond any word, any label, or any definition. You are a gift to the world, the likes of which has never been seen, far greater than you have ever known. Every definition that you have of you limits you, stops you, and keeps you from being you, undefining you, Letting go of all definitions is required if you truly desire to live free. You are invited to explore with curiosity and wonder, possibilities beyond your wildest imaginations, possibilities that exist when you have the courage to undefine you. I am your host, Marnie Barenko, and you are listening to Undefining You. Welcome, Martina. It's nice to have you here. Um, I have not known Martina for actually that long. We met a few months ago. And what I have to say is every conversation that I've had with her, I always walk away with this inspiration and excited to just go create more and just this sense of even more so of all of the possibilities that are available. And so I'm super grateful for every conversation that we've had. And our connection really came around the topic of parents and kids, and specifically education. And so I've invited Martina on today to talk a little bit more because she has, well, first of all, she has a school, online school, that was created before COVID. So it's not that COVID happened and then she created this school. This school was created before COVID hit the world. And she has a really awesome perspective on education. So I wonder, Martina, welcome, first of all, and could you just talk a little bit about how you approach education, what your overall perspective of it is? <laughs> that's a very broad question. I was going to say Thank that's like a huge you. question, right? <laughs> Thank you, first of all, for having me, and I also get, take so much away from every conversation that we have, uh, Moni, so thank you so much. Yeah, I have a perspective of education that is uh, probably, um, um, if you want to look at it from, from a very holistic um, angle, I, I look at it holistically, right? So education is really about uh, caring um, about a human being uh, from all aspects of life and, and a human being who is, who is not only intellect, not only mind, who is also soul, spirit, and who is also, of course, body and more. Uh, it's not only about a human being as, as such. Of course, that's the most important, uh, you know, um, perspective on education. But this person is also embedded in a bigger picture. This person is embedded in, 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 in a smaller group so there is also the other and then there comes also the the bigger picture the society as such so and and in in the end it's also the entire world right so what can a human being if we really look at education and educare is it's coming from the latin word uh, to extract right so to say extract the best and what 
lies in the human being and we all come into this world with something specific with something you know which is very unique about ourselves and each individual brings this um, you know this uniqueness into the world and each individual can contribute according to this uniqueness to the world so um, educare educate so to say is extracting this from each individual or actually reconnecting or uh, keep connected the individual because if you look at children when they are not necessarily anymore aware or when when they're very young and not aware of what they are doing they are so in their natural habit of exploring and of doing things that they don't question themselves right and and sometimes through the conditioning and not only sometimes all the time through the conditioning they get away from who they are they don't understand anymore there is a friction between what they feel inside themselves and what the outer world is telling them to do or uh, is seeing in them and and so actually what educare is what educate means is reconnect if they have lost it reconnect them with their inner being with their inner knowing because they know each person actually knows what he or she is from the very start. So to reconnect them with that, if it's gone lost, or to make sure that they will never lose that, right? To just yes. uh, blossom. I, I love that so much. And, you know, so much of traditional education comes from this idea that the teachers or the adults have the information that they need to get to the kids. But this is a very different approach that, it's more of what do you actually know? As you said so beautifully, what, what gifts, what capacities, what abilities, what talents do you have? What lights you up? And extracting that. And as you said, if there's been a disconnect, reconnecting you with that. And that is such a lighter space and a, a more playful space. And what a, like a more amazing space for learning because it values what that, what that child knows and who they are rather than the idea that these superior adults are going to tell you what you need to know. You're, you're coming to them with a question rather than I have the answer. And that just invites them to really be the best that they can be. One of the, th and I, I love that. Uh, one of the things you had mentioned in a conversation we had was about talking to kids about even creating their own businesses. Like you don't have to wait till you graduate high school, go to college, and then, you know, start a business. What ideas do you have now? So can you talk a little bit about how you, and how you do that extracting out of kids, how you invite them to know what would be fun for them? Well, it's actually really opening the space to them. And, and when they come up with an idea, never stop them and just open the space. First of all, of course, you need to give them a lot of attention. So if they come to you with a clear understanding, a clear idea, you would not say, I'm busy, I can't do that now. You make space. And so what's very important is actually um, allowing them to, um, yeah, to talk about this. I just make 
an example. Um, just today, you know, one of my students or our students, uh, I'm, I'm not teaching, I'm just overviewing the entire, you know, school at the moment. But one of our students uh, contacted me um, a few days ago and she said, I would like to contribute somehow, you know, to school beyond limitations. And uh, what could we do, right? And I said, let's have a meeting. And we had a meeting today. And this wonderful student, she came up and she said, you know, we are constantly having new students in our context and they don't know how to use this and they don't know how to do use that. May I become their induction mentor, you know, their induction teacher. And so this is creating something new out of School Beyond Limitations. So this uh, student has been, so we, we spent some time together to design what she could do. And so, you know, she together with me, we designed all the different let's say, um, sessions that she could eventually, she will eventually offer. And now she went off and she will already uh, generate some money out of that because, you know, so she sees actually I uh, came forward with an idea. Now I can put that into practice. I have already gained so much knowledge throughout my experience in this context. I know so many things the new students don't know and, and I can already generate something. So uh, with regards to your question, how we, do we do that? We actually safeguard this, uh, you know, this human being, this idea of the hum human being and we coach this person through that can be you know leading to lessons but it can also lead to becoming an influencer on youtube or you know on instagram or whatsoever we look at their ideas and we help them then navigate so to say the outer world in in with with the outlook what can i generate generate out of that and how can i be a contribution contribution is it is it in uh, alignment with my why you know it's also this kind of golden circle of <laughs> um yeah. simon sinek who always said yeah the the, the the goal if if i have a why for what i'm doing then the what and the how will come along and so we dig deeper with our asking questions so it's not giving them the answer of course sometimes you expand with them have you also looked at this and uh, what if we did also that, you know? So it's always based on this kind of opening the space more and more and more and more and what else is possible. And that really ties into the philosophy of access consciousness as well. And, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. So this is the technique we are also using very often. Mm. One of my favorite quotes is, the greatest teachers show us where to look, but never tell us what to see. And you just really described that very beautifully. It's like, well, you could look over there, but you're not defining for them what they should see over there. That's where they're invited to look from their perspective and, and all of that. So exactly, exactly. And I would say, you know, if you're a parent that's listening and because of COVID, your kids are home and doing online school, all of the things Martina's talking about, you know, what, what if you didn't have to have the right answers for them all the time? What if you could just ask questions and invite them to explore what they know and what would be fun for them? I, I, I get the sense a lot of parents have a lot of pressure on their shoulders now because they're not a teacher or maybe they've had to quit their job to be home with their kids doing the online school so there's less money and there's all of these pressures. So what if you took the pressure off of you? It's not about having to know everything, but as Martina's described, inviting your kids and tapping into what they're what they know and what their capacities and interests and things are. 
Yeah, that's lovely, very lovely put. Exactly, it's right that. Exactly, Dip, digging into what they already know and taking this pressure away. Because when you are pressurized, you know, very often other people think we always have to come up ourselves with questions, but it's our questions. It's not their perspective, right? Yeah. And then you already, I had recently a training, teacher training, and it was fascinating to see, you know, teachers, very qualified teachers and great teachers, but how much they are tied into seeing the world out of uh, yeah, uh, delivering research questions for their children, no, uh, or their teenagers, you know, their students. It's not them. It's actually facilitating and igniting their curiosity so that they start from exactly it's the inquiry circle, right? Where they start from what they already know. Oh, I know that already. And out of that, what else would I like to find out, you know? And yeah, and a new a new reality appears. And what you rightly said, it's so nice that you take away, you know, this this um, this pressure. And, yes. and, and you enter this space of uh, uh, playful um, generation, generating new, new ideas or old ideas in a, new, in a new light, in a new perspective, right? Yes. Can I ask you too, so a lot of teachers have been used to teaching live in a class and now they've gone to having to be a teacher in an online situation and that's new for them. And I know your teachers have been online since you started because that's your model from the beginning. What are things that you know that would contribute to somebody being an online teacher versus a live teacher? Like what, what are the things that make that more ease if someone's having a hard time adjusting to the new role that they're in? Well, I think it's uh, quite a long process of getting uh, trained for online teaching because what is clear, I think for the online teaching, uh, you have to have a, a solid experience and solid qualification so that you understand, you know, which kind of, um, let's say, Mm, challenges may be there at the other side but you are not there so if you have already experienced what the challenges may be for a student in a normal classroom context then you are aware of that and you know how you dealt with that but in an online context it's again different so I think it's really about um, re uh, redefining everything with the knowledge that somebody already has but yes. in, the, in the first place by putting really the needs uh, or or the not the needs the, the the uniqueness of the person into in the center of of the attention so what does this group uh, actually, how does this dynamic work the best? How does this person work uh, work the best? And and find out first and use all the different tools um, that are on your plate. So I think it's probably not as easy for a person who hasn't gotten any experience ahead of time yes. because it's a different experience, really. And I must say, I I, I started online teaching with School Beyond Limitations after 35 years of experience. And there's still always, you know, these aha moments to be uh, integrated. But always, again, I think what's very important to keep this openness, to keep this open-mindedness. Okay, that's a different uh, approach. And what can be at the other side? How can I facilitate 
you know, the learning of the person at the other side by keeping this person extremely engaged. And, you know, that's the beauty. And, 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 and keeping them engaged or ignite more or less in them this fire for learning. That's amazing. And, yeah. So yeah. coming back to your question, it's, it's really you need to have a lot of tools in your hands. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. also let's go. Let's go and put the student first and, and, and just sense, you know, go with the energy, keep the energy high. That's also something very important. So don't get uh, taken away by, by oh, I, I fear or worries. It's about keep the energy high. And this energy, this positivity and this um, desire for doing something that reaches the students then at the end of the day. And they give you so much. They, they bring so much to the table then, right? That there is, yeah, every day is a surprise. And this is what our teachers always say. I didn't, um, the other day I had a meeting with one of our teachers who also comes from a background of having led, you know, led schools, of having been a head uh, teacher and, and a principal and so forth and having gone back to teaching. And he said, I have never, I would, could have never imagined what, what, what the possibilities are there, you know, I'm yeah. just, I'm just flabbergasted of what the students are capable to do. <laughs> well, yes, and my one of my favorite things about this whole approach and way of education you're talking about is these kids when they do launch into the world as adults, they have they're empowered already. They're not trying to find how to be empowered once they graduate high school or graduate college or start being in the adult world. They already are empowered to know that they can ask questions and they can be curious and they can make choices and they can create things. And can you imagine a world full of kids who know that from, from the first, um, from the very beginning and they don't ever lose it because, because everybody surrounding them is reminding them that they've got this and that what they brought to the world is of value and, and can create a greater place for all of us. I mean, part of what lights me up so much and it makes me cry is when you speak about the way that, your school beyond limitations and just this whole approach. It's so what I have been asking for, for the kids of the world since I can remember. So hearing of this and seeing that it's in the world lights me up beyond. And I just keep asking, how can we have more of this? How can we have more of this in the world? And so to that, I would love for you to talk specifically about your school, because if I'm a parent and I've talked to so many parents, Martina, that are really struggling with the COVID times and what that means for the, for education. I, there's one mom I know, and she has three kids, all elementary. Every teacher uses different resources online. Some one teacher's organized, another teacher isn't. So she's managing three kids, three different systems, all that kind of thing. And if I'm that parent and there's a school available that I can put my kids online that actually is functioning from all the things you've talked about, that might be really appealing to a lot of people that are listening. So my first question is like, what are your... Um, like in terms of enrollment, do you take kids all the time? Is it open enrollment always? 
Yes, yes, we take in uh, kids all the time. Of course, we need to check uh, whether the kid is actually ready to embrace online learning because not everyone is for online learning. Let's be very clear about that. You know, it's about, and first of all, it's also an English speaking environment and, and online learning. So there are students who may not like that because they really uh, look for having this kind of connection, you know, everyday physical, physical connection with their peers. And if they say, no, no, this is not for me, then it's not for them. But if they are open for that, and if they see the value of what we are offering, then we take in kids um, more or less, you know, um, I can't say the age level because it depends on whether the kid is ready. Right. I would, however, say they need to have the basic skills with regards to uh, being able to concentrate online, uh, writing and reading at a certain level, you know, being able to engage because it's very much about engagement and action. So if that's there, they can join us at any level and we personalize the design of the curriculum um, uh, in, in, in alignment with each student. They are in classes that are not big, you know, our big, biggest let's say size of a class can be eight we start a class um, with five students so you can imagine how much personalization can can flow into that and um, yeah and and basically we do have a um, you know a steady coming together so our students come together every day from Monday to Friday for three hours and there is, and it's a holistic approach, uh, as I said before. So it's not based on, you know, certain subject areas. It's it's based on their on their on their interests, on their projects, on their um, competences, and it's also based a lot on. Um, you said something very beautiful before, Moni. Uh, they know already so much, right? So it's based on them empowering them uh, about their expertise. So they become the teachers for the others. And that's the most, really, that's the most valuable thing about it because they realize, wow, I can teach the others. I just was telling you about this uh, this, this girl who came up and asked me whether she could teach the others, you know, with this kind of, I know I can help so much. And I, uh, you know, and, and even the students themselves, they get so inspired by their peers, because if a peer talks about, I don't know, about Van Gogh, because, and, 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 and creates, um, drawings like Van Gogh and other artists, you know, and talks about uh, impressionism, you know, then yeah, they, they want to kind of imitate that somehow. Yeah. And they, they, they get so much inspiration out of that. So it's really much based, very much based also on this sharing moment. And that's why many times people ask, so three hours, right? Uh, on, ongoing because it's three hours with the more or less I mean of course they can get up and have a break if they need so but it passes by so fast that at the end of the three hours very often our students say what can't we go ahead <laughs> you know yeah. and, but what the beautiful thing about it is that they learn that learning actually is not only taking place during those three hours they still take it forward because learning is life learning is learning for yeah, for, 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 for a purpose. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. So where can people find more information, inquire, get more details on your school and 
Okay. Yeah, we do have a, thank you, Moni. We do have a website, uh, which is uh, um, school-beyond-limitations.com. And then we are also on the common social media. We are on Facebook, always with School Beyond Limitations. We are on LinkedIn with School Beyond Limitations on Instagram. And of course, on our website, we post uh, news and stuff like that. But um, every day we post something on our social media channels and we have a youtube channel as well so if somebody were to be into lots of videos we also have a lot a lot of material um visual material as well to to watch and then of course if somebody should be seriously interested in school beyond limitations and doesn't find uh, all the answers on our web page you know then of course um get in touch with us either through the web page where you can drop um a question uh, or where you can just fill in the application form or just by, you know, also dropping a line to hello um, at school-beyond-limitations.com uh, and then we can also have a conversation. Yes. Cool. So I will put that in where this recording lives also, School Beyond Limitations. And one other thing I just want to add because Martina was talking about how you know, the, the basic skills are required to be online, which makes sense. And Julie Hutchinson, who's also a colleague, friend of ours, we've been having conversations about what else would be possible with younger kids. So there, we're still percolating what might be created with regards to that. So if you have young ones, keep checking back with things just to see where we're at in the creation of all of the things. And also, you know, as I said, I would love for this to be the way it is the majority in the world of schools function this way. So if you have a background in education or you have some inspiration of things, please reach out to me. I, I would love to chat with you about what other things we can do, even in other languages and all that kind of stuff. I mean, what else truly is possible? If we were functioning from beyond limitations, what else could we create in the world? So Martina, yes, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say, of course, School Beyond Limitations is open for a global community, right? So for sure. And uh, as you just rightly said, we are now working also towards uh, the, 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 the smaller, the younger students as well. Um, uh, I would like to emphasize also that we are constantly, you know, uh, also looking for great staff members because we are growing so fast. So anyone who should be interested also to work with us, to get in touch with us as well it's it's also families but it's also professionals uh yeah so um lots yes. to come <laughs> yes cool well thank you everyone for listening and martina thank you as always i i very much enjoy every conversation we have and i uh, just truly if we were willing to undefine everything we thought we knew about education about kids about any kind of points of view of that we brought in or adopted from other people and let all those go and just function from the space of asking questions and what else is possible and how does it get any better than this? I wonder what could be created in the world for the planet. So thank you. Yeah, anything to add, last words? Well, I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity. It's been a pleasure again for me as well. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thanks everyone for listening and I'll see you next time.